welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored by Alltag, and thanks to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Aura Lodge, and Intrepid. Now, my guest this week is Iona Blake. Iona is the Security and Incident Manager, Central Ops for Boots. Now, looking after everything security-related from strategy, policy, operations, technology, incident response, enforcement, external lobbying, she's good at that, uh, on behalf of her team members in stores, pharmacy, supply chains, and support office. Basically, we have established that Iona runs Boots, and she'll tell you she doesn't, but uh, she needs to needs to own it. With a background in incident and risk management, came to Boots UK nearly 15 years ago, hard to believe, and spent the last seven leading and developing that security agenda. But crucially, uh, winner and has been inducted into the Retail Risk Hall of Fame 2023. Iona, welcome. Hi, Paul. Thank you for having me. So it's uh, always a pleasure, and I am uh, genuinely thrilled that the judges chose you to be inducted alongside our other Hall of Famers this year. And it was done not by me, just because I like you and other people think you're great, but this was your peers from across numerous retailers, both in here, Europe, South Africa, and Australia. Your good work and word of it has traveled far and wide well it's kind of mind-boggling when you think about who was on the judging panel um but really humbling and i think there's certainly some people that would have been on the judging panel that have been involved in the work that we've got involved in and we've all achieved together so it was um yeah it's a, it's a real moment and, and normally you know in these things people have been shortlisted and so they perhaps get a little bit nervous during the day but of course the hall of fame there's it's just revealed on the night so you know what was the day like the retailist leicester conference and then the awards where you sort of relaxed enjoying it you know what was your sort of feeling and vibe on the day um it was a great day uh we were up early weren't we for the big breakfast so that was a bit of fun in the morning um, some really, really good content. Great to kind of meet with lots of different retailers and the vendors that were there. So probably one of the busiest retail risk events I've ever been to in the day. Um, so that was exciting. But my feet were killing me by the time I got home. And I made a little bit of an executive decision to not wear any heels. So what you might not have noticed was I was actually wearing trainers on the no. evening event because I just thought I've not got to worry about getting up on stage or doing anything exciting tonight other than dancing and just enjoying the evening. So that's kind of how it happened. But yes, I was grateful, very grateful for the trainers by Friday morning. No way. Uh, so oh, I did not realise that. So uh, <laughs> that that uh, glorious uh, ball gown that you've got on, who knew it was hiding uh, something uh, comfortable underneath? Well, well done you. Thank you. So then we get to the, the various categories go through and we get to the Hall of Fame and we've got Milton Jones. Anybody in the UK will probably recognise him from his stints on TV. And the Hall of Fame is uh, entirely in the gift of the judges to induct somebody that's gone over and above and really made a difference. Um, were you sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if my name's in that envelope or were you even paying attention when the name was uh, was was read out? So I was paying attention, but I didn't hear my name. And I think probably partly because of my hearing and it was quite loud where we were sitting. Um, but the whole table kind of jumped up, knocked drinks over and um, <laughs> people were dragging me to go, come on, it's you. I'm like, what? Did they say my name? Um, so, yeah, it, it was a bit of a bit of a shock moment. Um, but, yeah, a really, really nice one. And actually what I saw when I kind of like, stood up on the stage with genuinely people who were happy for me and that was a great moment 
and I have to say, I'm not sure if you realise because you were probably thinking, how on earth do I navigate all of these people and get up on stage because it it was full in there. But it was probably the biggest cheer of the night. I mean, you know, there was one or two people literally jumping up and down on chairs. Uh, I'm not sure if I can name check any of them. I think, yeah, I, I think V's still in the ceiling of the King Power Stadium somewhere <laughs> for, uh, uh, for, from V's jump uh, up there. And uh, But, you know, it, did were you even aware of the noise that was created for you when your name came out? I have to say, I wasn't aware of the noise, just that I heard like everybody on the table jumped up. Um, but but no, it was great. And, you know, you're right, getting around the t- chairs and the tables of everybody that was there. And all I could think was, don't trip up and don't show the fact you're wearing your trainers um, and don't swear. And what happened? Yeah, I may have um, inadvertently tripped on a swear word. So I apologise in advance um, to my mum, who wasn't in the room, but I do have to feel like I apologise to her. And I have to say, you know, despite the emotion, you you, you pulled yourself together. Um, you're obviously everybody that, that gets an outright wins invited to say a few words. But it was almost as if you'd written yours in the morning. It was uh, it was very well compiled, swear word aside, but we'll forgive you for that. Um, I think what I what I really had in my head was just don't offend anybody. So I tried not to mention anybody by name because there's so many of the retailers that have been really supportive of the work, that have collaborated, that have come to the party. So many vendors, so many third parties, um, Oris Forums in particular. I was so delighted when they won Vendor of the Year. Um, and all I could think was don't don't say them because if you miss one out, you'll offend yeah. somebody. And that's the last thing I, I really wanted to do. And then, of course, we saw our good friend Patrick like smiling and waving away at me. And I'm like, I'm Patrick at the NBCC. So, um, but no, it, it, it was great. And actually, I couldn't name, genuinely couldn't name check everybody that had kind of supported on the journey. For, and certainly the work that we've all achieved collectively, it's, um, it wouldn't be right to name check one individual because we're a community and we've done it together. So. Well, I think if anybody could have got away with uh, missing the odd person off the name check at that moment in time, that was that was probably you. But uh, very, very diplomatic. And I think, you know, um, you know, nav- navigated it well. And, and you know, the whirlwind afterwards. So I mentioned before we came on air, I wandered over on numerous occasions to just try and congratulate you. And it was two and three deep around you with people coming up. Did did. Did you get that sense of bombardment where you're sort of somebody tapping your shoulder, hugging you, congratulating you for the rest of the evening? You know what? I did. And it was quite, it was really quite overwhelming, actually. So it, I was kind of relieved a little bit once the music started to kind of jump up and go and have a little bit of a dance to the faith earth. But genuinely, the, the people that came to talk to me, um, I'm so grateful for those that did, actually. Uh, and it was really, really nice. And, you know, some of these people have been with me on the journey from day one of me working in the security industry. Some of them day one of me working for Boots. So, um, so yeah, it, it, it was lovely. And just kind of a real emotion that I've just took away with me. Um, yeah, it, it, it was nice. And, and I presume you must have, I mean, LinkedIn particularly, it went mental. <laughs> Uh, you know, you, you must have turned that on. It's like LinkedIn had just pointed itself entirely to you. Yeah, you know, some people had really wrote some lovely and dedicated their own post to the fact that I'd want it, never mind my own post. Um, but I've screenshot them and sent them to my mum. Oh, wow, amazing. She, she was very, very excited um, for me and was like trying to ring me before we'd even left KP that night to make sure I got home okay. Um, 
but no it look it I think we've worked hard over the last few years um, and for the for all of the work that we've done you know individually and collectively for it to be recognized with you know I'm really grateful for it and right I'm going to ask you an impossible question so I apologize oh. in advance Ooh. and it's going to be difficult to answer and you are so modest but what do you think made the judges pick you this year it's just you and I talking I don't worry about anybody else listening and I know you've done some good stuff but if you'd been on that judging panel as you have been you know talk to me about what's been going on and and what made it such a clear choice for them that you were to be inducted I think I think there's a couple of things I think if I go back to retail risk um 2021 which I believe is on the 3rd of December um myself and Darren who was on my team at the time um and sadly he's passed away he and I said right what can we do to really create some momentum and we started talking about safer business action days and we kind of collared our good friend Mr Conway um it's like Darren what do you think and do you think we should do this and I think that was a bit of a catalyst moment for a real different way of collaborating not just retailer to retailer but kind of a owning it as the industry and I think that that would probably be the catalyst for why perhaps I might have been chosen on the day um, and I think the other side of it might be because of the way we open up ourselves to share sometimes quite vulnerably about what we've learned and how we've learned it on the journey and I'm really happy for people to come and talk to us about what we're doing and what we've learned because this is a genuinely the crime that we're seeing at the moment on the high streets and elsewhere is a community issue and we've got to do it together because we can't just put a ring of steel around our shop because my colleagues still have to walk to those doors and those locations so we've got to do it together because if we're not part of the solution we are part of the problem so I'd like to think it's those kind of two things really. Yeah and I have to say you know from from my point of view you know talking to lots of people I would say there's been this definite movement to collaboration the collaboration has been getting better yeah. and better I mean I go back 20 years where you know, there was people all sat in the furthest corner possible of the room with a sort of books up and, and not sharing anything. But I think you have raised the bar higher again in the last 12 or 18 months. So people would do the odd store visit or, you know, welcome non-competing organisations into the organisation and into your organisation and see what's going on but you've just taken it to a, an elevated level. And I think you've called people out that haven't come to the party. Um, you've worked with vendors and you've got other vendors in the room and you've been hosting stuff. And I have to say, you might not realize it, but you know, in terms of that sharing, that collaboration and that just getting people by the scruff of the neck and shaking them in a friendly kind of way, but saying, come on, we're all in this together in the community. That came out in your comments on the night. Um, it, it's really been all about you for the last few years. Uh, and I genuinely think that you've shamed some people in all the right ways um, and occasionally in the wrong. But that's good if it gets the, gets the outcome. But you really have taken it to another level. And I see other retailers and particularly some when you think about some and I'm not going to name them on on here, but you'll know some other top 10 UK retailers that are now turning up to retail risk events, but other forums as well. They're sharing their data. They're taking to stages to, to talk about case studies. 
And I think you have to take a lot of credit for uh, for nudging them and conjoling them. Um, and I don't know whether you realise what you've done, but I think you've you've really moved the industry on. The police there, government. So, you know, hats off to you, I have to say. And uh, whether it's conscious or by design, but it's definitely making a difference. I just, from my heart, I always go, there's a seat for everybody around my table. You know, and I think it goes back to inclusion and in all of that, there's a seat for everybody around my table until you choose to remove your chair from the table. Mm. Um, and I know how much more we achieve. If I go right back to when I first started to talking about body worn video, there was really only one of the retailers that were talking about it. And we weren't even brave enough at that point. You know, Duncan at Iceland was so willing to kind of share the, their learnings. And then Jane King over at Guys and St. Thomas's Hospital had it not been for people like that being so willing to open up and help me learn so early on in my journey because it has only been seven and a half years all my state now um i would never have learned the things that i've learned and i'm really conscious of that that we've got a new cohort and new talent coming through that it's important that we open up and share um i don't know if i've deliberately tried to shame people i think sometimes we have a responsibility to safeguard the future of retail you know and bricks and mortar retailer is important you know and we can't call the police out every time and say they've done a bad job because actually where we've got to look at ourselves first um so yeah i'm i'm lucky with the people that we work with paul we've got some incredible people in this industry that want to sit around the table and make a difference and you know to be part of that's really special yeah i think let, let's say you've led from the front opposed to shaming them but it has it has raised the bar because you're right you know people have shared with you and then you've gone and gone here's our situation and then we look at other retailers that traditionally would not do that and they're now sharing that information so yeah it definitely feels like there's been a corner turned and that's translating into you know mainstream media picking up stories to um to best practice on technologies to that collaboration to talking to your neighbors so yeah long may it continue i don't know now we are hard to believe uh in the sort of final throes of 2023 so what's on the cards yeah no, it's not, not talk about what's on the cards for the rest of this year and when you look into 2024 what what are your big goals and objectives that that you've got on your notepad so for me it's all about the offender now so we've got some incredible tech and we need to sweat the asset of the tech that we've got. Um, but for me now, it's about the offenders. So the violent offenders and the volume offenders and how we can tackle them. And I think some of the stuff we've already talked about around collaboration, we can only do that by collaborating in some spaces. Um, and some of the tools that we've got lined up, you know, we talked about um, Aura already. Um, Aura is just one tool in our battle against persistent and prolific offenders. Um, we heard on the day at Retail Risk about Operation Pegasus and the collaboration of retailers for the greater good. None of that is about the have and the have not because everybody in retail will benefit from that, but it is about targeting the offenders. Um, so that's where my energy is, absolutely. And that's completely where the focus of my teams are as well, because if we start to deal with the offenders that are causing the most amount of harm across the piece, then that helps give confidence back to our colleagues on the shop floors really so that that for me and of course we've got this tiny little thing of christmas in between as well yeah don't say it um, and, and i have to say it does feel as if that's the next part of the jigsaw you know looking at the offenders the police seem to be on board with that home office policing minister whether he's your favorite person or not your favorite person at least is you know he's, he's 
he's engaging um and um uh, and you know and with you driving the 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 talk and the agenda from a retailer side as i'm sure you will as we go through 2024 it does feel as if there's a genuine opportunity to to make a difference and make some changes so um i mean i guess that's what gets you up in the morning that it, I genuinely feel we're at this real tipping point um, of policing coming to the table. I've had some incredible conversations with three different police forces this week, um, and they're not the only ones. They're all coming to the table, you know, and um, some of the work that we've done collectively in the, that space, you know, the bids and the BCRPs, the energy all of a sudden has gone, this is where we need to focus, because actually we can't keep talking about the high streets not being safe. We need to talk about what we're doing to help safeguard the retail community because I think that narrative being lost in the press at the moment it is and, I, and I'm if anybody's got meetings in the diary with the other 40 police forces outside the three you've spoken to this week I, I'm sure that's you and if not you'll be uh you'll, you'll be hounding them down well, we've got a few in the pipeline <laughs> <laughs> um I own I am so genuinely thrilled uh that the judges inducted you this this year I think if anybody uh has ever deserved to be a hall of fame winner it is you. Um, thank you very much indeed for taking the time to join me today. I know you and I will be looking forward to Leicester City being top of the championship at Christmas time. Um, so uh, that would be the uh, the cherry on our cake. But for now, uh, thank you very much indeed. And I will, of course, see you soon. Brilliant. Thank you, Paul.